Jennifer Carlson. I'm the executive director and co-founder of Apprenti. So what inspired you to create Apprenti? That's a long and winding road. <laughs> um, I had been the executive sponsor in the insurance world with a couple of large uh, insurance providers in the Fortune 100, uh, I, executive sponsor of some tech projects. I'm going to date myself. This was moving from DOS platforms to an online world. And um, yeah, we had two problems. One, we could never find enough talent to work on the projects. Two, I was frequently the only woman in the room. Uh, and three, it was rare to see any real diversity in the room, which was, as a woman, sort of frustrating to see. And so when I had an opportunity to change industries and move into tech, I thought, you know, here's the perfect opportunity to try and make an impact and shift that conversation. So uh, that plus, on a personal note, a couple of kids that did not have an interest in going to college, but had the aptitude for going into tech and were more or less self-taught. I thought, you know, that that should be an opportunity. There's there's probably a lot of people in our own backyard that could take these roles if we just spent some time investing and in training them in a different methodology uh, or in a different modality and getting them into tech roles to close a problem that we have nationally. Have you seen more women getting into the tech space? Um, after years of erosion, it looks like it's starting to come back and that women are seeing that opportunity. Um, I, I can't attest, I've, I've read a lot of research as to why women were opting out, but I think with both the uh, improvement and focus on shifting this narrative around diversity and creating opportunity for non-traditional backgrounds to come in with less reliance on college degrees, I think it's it's prompting more women to return to work in tech if they've left, um, as well as women choosing to move into the field. Can you tell me a little bit about your organization? Sure. Uh, it, it's a registered apprenticeship program. An apprentice is operating nationally, but was founded in Seattle, Washington. And its focus is on, uh, and the thesis, if you will, was that we can pull people from virtually any background, um, college, no college, experience, no experience, and reskill them into what I would call middle skill tech roles. And these are the roles that companies spend a large amount of money trying to fill. Um, and typically do so through poaching, um, which is not actually solving the problem. Um, right. And so, you know, this is about creating net new talent through uh, an apprenticeship system that is tried and true. And we've used it in this country for 80 years, but primarily in the trades. Um, but Europe and Asia use it in almost every industry. And it's a hybrid of classroom training and on-the-job skilling that gets you up to skill in a role in roughly a year, year and a half, and makes you viable as a candidate to stay in that role. So I was looking at uh, some of the programs and some of the things you do. Uh, what is the Good Jobs Challenge? Good Jobs Challenge is a uh, an interesting pivot for the U.S. government. The U.S. Department of Labor started making investments in non-traditional sectors um, during the Obama administration. And, and I will tell you that reskilling people through apprenticeship is probably one of the very few bipartisan conversations we can still have in this country. Uh, both sides see the value of it. And so um, the Department of Labor has been scaling investment for areas like 
technology, healthcare, cybersecurity, um, even hospitality to get people into these earn and learn models without a college degree requirement. Um, that has scaled up significantly under the Biden administration with the U.S. Department of Commerce making huge investments on connecting um, workforce, which is, you know, when you think of commerce, it's representing all industries and what we need to stay competitive and marrying the idea that we need to create a bigger workforce and a more skilled workforce together and kind of expanding on the work that the Labor Department has put in. And so they are, I think it's 32 grants nationally. Apprenti is a recipient of one, and it is focused on multiple industries and um, paying for the training, setting up new systems uh, to get people to engage in apprenticeship um, or work-based learning programs across the whole country and almost every sector. And, and I think it was uh, something in the neighborhood of $500 million um, in total that the Department of Commerce put towards this, which is about twice what the Department of Labor's annual budget is for the same work. So the two are kind of working hand in hand to expand this uh, on a much greater scale. With Apprenti, how important is it for people who are going into a new field to have a support system and have, you know, more confidence? Well, yes, it, it's, it is a system. You are 100% right. And it is really a, a network of organizations that have to provide the outcome. It starts, number one, with a company. The company has the job and apprenticeship is a job. Yeah. Um, but it typically takes a combination of community-based organizations bringing the prospective talent to the table, um, you know, community colleges, boot camps, uh, corporate uh, trainers that do the class classroom training that get people up to the skill level they need to be to be proficient in the job, um, funders that are public and private helping to underwrite those costs, workforce development boards providing back-end services to support apprentices that may need additional help. Um, and then us as a convener for all of those organizations coming together and helping to manage the process on behalf of the company and the apprentice through state and federal systems so that there's a credential at the end, a value proposition, and some, um, some tracking of their progress to ensure that they're viable and staying in the system. So it, it is a, a really holistic public-private partnership that brings about six different groups together um, and as an intermediary, which is apprentice role, we pull all of those resources together to make it viable for everybody to engage. Yeah. How does it feel for you to help people succeed in this process? Well, it's it's hugely validating to know that the, the thesis was right, that the college degree is not the be all and end all. Um, though I may have one myself and, and I've got one kid with and a couple of kids without, it doesn't change the fact that, uh, from an outcomes perspective, because we track everybody, um, the, the retention rate at the end of apprenticeship, staying in the job is, is almost 50, 50, the people who have a degree versus don't have a degree. And the retention rate is the same. So it, it's proved the model and, it has proven that you don't have to have a hardcore tech background in order to be successful in this industry, which is fantastic. It also proves that we can fill the tech talent gap domestically. What are some of the things that motivate you? Ooh, what motivate me? Well, I, I think my number one motivation is 
uh, we live in a very diverse world. And when I walk down the street, I see, you know, every walk of life walking down the street, but I don't see that when I walk into an office building. And my number one goal is to start walking into office buildings and see the same composition that I see when I walk down the street in my neighborhood. Um, you know, the ratios of diversity, ratios of male to female, um, you know, LGBTQA, like I, I want to see a little of everybody there and I want to see everybody being successful and being treated equitably. And that gets me up every morning and makes me feel good about what I do. Where do you want to see your organization, say, in the next three to five years? Well, uh, that's a great question. So we have now done the proof of concept. Um, you know, we're, we're over 3,000 people placed um, and, and retained in jobs that are life-changing incomes and 90% of them diverse. Um, I wanted, that's, that took seven years to get to, um, but we are now poised for significant growth. And so my goal in the next five years is to get to 5,000 apprentices per year, um, operating on a national footprint, which is where we are, but we just crossed the 50th state. Wyoming was last. So we have now placed somebody from all 50 states in the U.S. I would love to see that expand and include Puerto Rico um, and other territories so that um, we're truly representative of everybody. Um, and now I want to see the scale with the companies that we've engaged with. How can people reach out and learn more? Well, the first place that I would direct them to is our website, apprenticareers.org, A-P-P-R-E-N-T-I, careers.org. Um, they can also feel free to email me, jcarlson at apprenticareers.org. And, um, you know, there's always, there's Q&A out there. There are many pages dedicated with videos from apprentices talking about what their experience has been. Um, there's a content page for employers to look at. Um, I would love to continue to push for diverse applicants in my pool. Um, we do a lot of proactive outreach, so everybody is welcome. There is no cost to participate. Um, and the, the cost for the training is underwritten by state and federal government and employers. So there's no limit for your participation. The only limit is, is you. <laughs>